Hello everyone, you're listening to episode number 47 of the Panenka View podcast. I'm your host and Dost Prasad Bhutkar. I know it's been a long time we released an episode, but the season's kind of ending and we wanted to give uh, some time and space for the events to develop. So the domestic season is finally over. We ended with the Serie A and uh, there's so much to talk on this episode, by the way. Because we are going to be uh, giving you something about the Serie A, the top four scramble. It's finally been decided. We're going to give you City's uh, treble winning season. And we are also going to talk about Bayern Munich and a few transfer rumors and uh, some other things as a whole. The Champions League final and the Europa League final week approaching. This is the week. This is where it ends. Aren't you excited? Keep listening to episode 47 of the Panenka View podcast. Now, I know we've uh, been away, away for a while, but let's get on with what we have to do on this podcast. Let's start off with the hottest news from Italy and that is Atlanta have achieved uh, UEFA Champions League football for the next season a massive massive achievement for Gasparini and his side who have been sensational this season and at times above Juventus and Napoli in uh, the quality of gameplay and everything they've built a very good very very strong side and uh, what a what a moment for their spectators for their supporters um uh, well deserved thoroughly well deserved beating sassuolo 3-1 to secure champions league football what gets better is there's so much of impressive stats that support their season and we're going to throw some light on it the 38 games played 21 9 drawn 9 lost the highest amount of goals scored in italy 77 ahead of juventus and napoli um 19 10 wins home at home 10 away five draws at home and five draws away four draws away pardon me so that's 69 points overall finishing 21 points behind juventus but they have been impressive and they have been very, very good uh, at times. Like I said, better than Juventus and Napoli. And um, I've, I've had my chats with uh, Juventus fans and they have been very openly accepting the fact that Atlanta had at times been the better side in Italy. Wow. And let's look at some of the top players then. Alejandro Gomez, Joseph Ilicic, Romeo Freuler, Zapata. We've got all of these who've, uh, you know, thrown their hand up and performed for Gasparini uh, and the fans. Um, 60 goals from open play. By the way, out of those 77, 60 have been from open play, 13 from set pieces and just two from the penalty spot. And to be very honest, they've just won four penalties all season. Goes on to show why everybody is going gaga over their playing style and how impressive and how beautiful they have been playing um, this season. Well, uh, Zapata being the highest, uh, the top scorer uh, with 23 goals for them and um, Ilicic chipping in with 12, Gomez with 7, Gomez with highest number of assists that is 11, Ilicic with 7, Zapata with 7, the, the three players who have contributed all round uh, this season 
and uh, some of their uh, their stats have been thoroughly impressive second in shots on target per match behind napoli 5.8 shots uh, per game an average and they are the first in the big chances created that is 86 second in the big chances missed that is 61 goes on to show you what could have been the story if they had taken those chances uh the big chances that are missed anyway um let's see goals per match first um nine clean sheets all season an impressive defensive record well no they've conceded the second highest goals um in um second goal second number of goals uh, most goals in uh, the serie a in the top 6 just behind roma if i'm not wrong but their goal scoring prowess has been superb and that's what's made them uh, a force to reckon with in the serie a this season well it went down to the final game week to decide who was going to finish in the third and fourth spots and we had a scramble between atlanta uh, inter and ac milan ac milan inter also winning their games but if inter and atlanta won ac milan's win would be in vain and that's what happened ac milan winning 3-2 away to spal also inter grabbing that crucial win at home that makes sure made sure that they finished fourth just behind atlanta on head to head i mean atlanta the superior side on head to head um finishing with the same number of points as inter but the fact is that inter have also secured uh, champions league football for next season ac milan and gattuso miss out another horrendous um um miss from them i think i've seen a few tweets from milan fans that say they actually blew it up after the milan derby where inter totally then changed their fortunes around um so close yet so far for um uh ac milan but juventus napoli atlanta inter the four sides from the serie a that will be playing in the champions league next season while well, milan and roma have to settle for the uefa europa league um and um on the other note a special mention daniel adi rossi bowing out in style played his 616th game for as roma before finally hanging his boots here and um uh a, th- a legend through and through uh one of those rare uh, football players that we can call a one club man uh, along with francesco totti who retired last season so uh, uh some heartbreak there for roma fans who thoroughly enjoyed this guy lead from the front a proper role model and we going we are going to miss daniel adiros yeah i mean as the seasons pass by we're seeing all these great players leave and it goes on to show where we have come in the past um 10 years so, so daniel adirosi gone uh, some cheers for claudio ranieri but also uh, there could be a circus in uh, of the managerial changes there could be a merry go round in um in italy with juventus manager allegri leaving and that leaves uh, there are new there are rumors that maurizio sari could take over from him uh, also uh doubts on whether spalletti will continue at inter milan because there are rumors that antonio conte will take over and also uh for ac milan i if gattuso hasn't secured champions league football so there are names that are becoming uh, with carlo ancelotti only managing to finish second with napoli uh that he could be on his way to milan hmm? question marks 
Ranieri, whether he will be the AS Roma manager next season. So all the top six sides and with Gasparini doing so well with Atlanta, uh, there are question marks as to whether he stays. So we've got a managerial merry-go-round in uh, the Serie A where anything could happen. Keep your eyes on that. It's been a stellar Serie A season. Moving on to the Bundesliga um, update and let's get to the latest where Bayern secured a domestic double Niko Kovac uh, as the Bayern manager securing his first uh, couple of trophies in uh, German football. The league last week and the DFB Pokal this weekend, 3-0 winners over Leipzig and uh, uh, thoroughly uh, deserved winners because uh, at one point of time in the season they were nine points behind Borussia Dortmund and everyone thought uh, that would it be enough for Bayern München to come back from uh, that stage and they did because of a few slums from Dortmund but eventually on the last day thumping Frankfurt 5-1 who by the way finished seventh were on the verge of finishing in the Champions League uh, qualification stage or certainly the Europa somewhere in the fifth spot finished seventh at once they were looking to they were looking out of the Europa League spots as well Frankfurt but anyway let's get to the the, the last day drama in the uh, Bundesliga and Bayern 5-1 victors over Frankfurt Robin Ribery Rafinha bowing out in style Robin and Ribery coming off the bench and scoring impressive goals Robin needed two goals for 100 total of 100 uh, Bundesliga goals, but he could only score one. But anyway, that was a spectacular one. Ribery with his uh, yet another solo top finish. And that goes on to show Robin 10 years at Bayern. Uh, Ribery te- seven year, 12 years at Bayern. And uh, Ribery, I think, has won nine Bundesliga titles. Robin also finished with seven. So that's amazing and uh, uh, to be uh, able to do that with one club. I've told you in previously as well that we are seeing the, the end of these one club men and uh, um, it's all about the money right now. So Bayern 5, Frankfurt 1, BVB for all their uh, win at the Borussia Park 2-0 win, winners. Um, Bremen beating Leipzig 2-1, uh, Wolfsburg 8-1 winners over Augsburg and Leverkusen cementing their Champions League football next season, winning 5-1 versus Hertha Berlin. Now, to give you an interesting uh, stat there, Gladbach finished 5th uh, on 55 points and they had Wolfsburg catching up with them, who also finished on 55, but scored 8 goals, ended up with 1 goal less than um uh, munchen gladback and munchen gladback had their heart in mouth moments we could see on the twitter there where they asked uh, wolfsburg to calm down because one more goal and uh, gladback would have gone down to sixth so overall um, a very interesting a very competitive and a very um, entertaining bundesliga season that saw dortmund probably uh, one of the best dortmund sides in years putting on a show and then a slight slump in form in from Feb, uh, where they kind of went out of the Champions League and they uh, slumped in the league, a few draws, a few defeats. That final thumping from Bayern and Bayern improving their goal difference, 88 goals scored in the season. That's impressive. So Niko Kovac has got the double 
for his side um the transfer rumors are beginning but for bvb who sold pulisic to chelsea they've gone on and replaced him with uh, thorgan hazard julian brandt and schultz so uh that's impressive knowing that you know you spend 65 you've got 66 from um, the possible thorgan hazard from the possible pulisic transfer and you spend 50 combined to replace him with thorgan hazard and julian brandt who have been the youngster duo to top the goals and assist 10 more than 10 goals and 10 plus goals and assist uh this season so that's an impressive replacement and as we know they announced those signings <laughs> in 3 days 3 different days 3 signings for bvb faster than anything but let me give you a very quick update that uh, you know the transfer proceedings in germany are quite simple compared to the ones that are complex abroad so um the german uh, the germans can announce their transfer dealings quickly but for dortmund they have a statement to make next season they are back in the uc they are back in the ucl the champions league and uh, what i mean to say is they crashed out that's why they are back in the champions league they've lost the league to bayern we could have had a different winner in the bundesliga this season but it didn't happen and uh, niko kovac's job is safe but dortmund have a statement to make next season and they are look a quite attacking side now quite threatening side in the attack thorgan hazard um julian brandt uh jaden sancho marco royes mario godza and uh, the others that were there this season so bvb uh, will be a side to reckon with and knowing what happened this season they will be looking to salvage something well for bayern seven consecutive bundesliga titles 19 dfb pokals uh, leipzig could not uh, get their first ever trophy uh remember how their rise has been impressive in the years uh that they have come up the ranks of german football and uh, just looking forward to another cracking bundesliga season next time because robin ribery have uh, um departed unlike the english clubs unlike some clubs that don't replace their talents ribery and robin replacements have been very impressive kingsley coman and serge gnabry so kudos to that those german sides um also lucien fabra uh, might be looking to extend his contract i know it's been a tough season on him and the supporters but the black and yellow wall will be stronger than ever next season uh keeping an eye out on that uh that's about it from the german uh league season and the german domestic season the ucl season kind of ended in the round of 16 where tottenham dumped spurs out and um to be very honest yeah liverpool throwing out bayern munchen 3-1 at home nil nil at anfield so a pretty competitive uh, domestic season in the bundesliga something that doesn't happen but here's hoping that it happens over the years now so on we go on with in this episode and to manchester city and the treble winning season obviously uh suddenly now the citizens and the other english fans have realized that they won a community shield towards the start of the season so that makes it a quadruple whatever you want to it's a domestic treble it's the first time a men's team has done um in uh, english football history arsenal's women's team has already done that domestic treble so manchester city side become the second overall but the first men's team in history to achieve that feat and what an impressive 
uh, impressive season it's been for uh, Pep Guardiola and Man City. 98 points in the league, um, uh, winning uh, the Carabao Cup there. And also an impressive win in the FA Cup. 6-0 thumping of Watford. A Raheem Sterling hat-trick, mind you. And uh, Aguero not starting that game. But still, they were rampant. Kevin De Bruyne coming up, changing the shape, the phase of the game. uh, With what looked like a Watford side that could have gone ahead on the counter and scored um, with Pereira. But that being said... Manchester City running out 6-0 victors. Some records that were broken from Manchester City. Um, they became, like I said, the first side in domestic English domestic football history to achieve a treble. Uh, Rhyme Sterling just becomes the fourth player to score a hat-trick in the FA Cup final. Uh, well, City have bettered their stats from last season. They won 44 games overall. Uh, 40, they've now gone on 44 domestic games. They've now gone on to win 50 just missing out on the Champions League. And uh, what happens is now the next season will be all, there will be all eyes on Pep Guardiola who will be looking to go all out on uh, in the Champions League because that's what has been evading him since 2011, since his time at Barcelona, that spectacular uh, Lionel Messi performance, Barcelona performance against Manchester United at Wembley that won them the, the Champions League. And uh, they've just made, they've, they've won it, uh, the Barcelona winning it in 2015. But neither Messi nor Guardiola has had his luck there in that competition. And that is something that they will be looking forward to do. Also, um, to be very honest, Manchester City's Premier League season was impressive. Going the fact that they went 14 matches in the end unbeaten. Uh, and uh, sealing that Premier League win. Look at their... Uh, timeline if you look at if you look at the matches that they've played since they beat um, uh, Liverpool they've just lost once to Newcastle 2-1 and from there on from the Feb month they have gone on and put on a winning uh, record of 14 consecutive Premier League wins what a record what a season Um, hard luck to Liverpool who could not uh, win the title with 97 points but they are in the Champions League final which is to be played this weekend uh, at the Wanda Wanda Metropolitana Atletico Madrid's hometown we are in Spain and we also have Arsenal Chelsea in the Europa League final in Baku so an impressive uh, season for Manchester City and they will be looking to go one step forward next season by trying to go for the Champions League title which has evaded Pep Guardiola for a long time moving on to Spain and moving on to the Copa del Rey final which is uh, which was won by Valencia yes you heard it right Barcelona losing that and losing 2-1 Valencia scoring two first half goals um, on the counter if I'm not wrong and Barcelona getting one back through Lionel Messi just 15 minutes away from full time and then it thaw- we thought that the tides would turn but Valencia hold out doing so well goal scored from Kevin Gamero and Rodrigo um, and Valencia finally salvaging their season uh, they've uh, added Champions League football to their uh, impressive uh, season they've rounded off with a trophy for Barcelona who won the league title but had a shambolic Champions League run Losing out 
to Liverpool and not just losing our Liverpool made a comeback from 3-0 down which goes on to show you that there is something wrong with this Valverde side because um, we've heard Gerard Piquet and the other players talking about Rome and the, how AS Roma the defeat to AS Roma uh, might have caused a psychological uh, imbalance in their game in and at Anfield and that's a major talking point because Valverde out-trended this week on Twitter and the fans have been critical of the manager. They've thanked him for whatever he's achieved uh, in the past two seasons. He's achieved a domestic double last time around and uh, uh, a La Liga title this time around. But um, um, the flaws are there to be seen. The defense is wrecked. I know at times they have been pragmatic, going nil-nil into the final 10 minutes and then scoring goals. But they've been um, they've been carried forward by Lionel Messi and his brilliance. Because without Lionel Messi, and he gets his sixth European Golden Boot, by the way, which is another impressive achievement. Might be he might be on to his sixth uh, Ballon d'Or um, uh, trophy. But uh, the concerns are there for Barcelona. The transfer window, all eyes on their transfer window. With talents like Malcolm and Dembele not being given enough chances. Coutinho also being speculated to go out. Luis Suarez maybe. Samuel Umtiti in defence. Players will leave. They've got Frankie De Jong coming in there in the midfield. Who who is going to be alongside Sergio Busquets, Rakitic and Arthur. Who's a youth academy product. So as a Barcelona fan, a very good season being the winning, the regaining the, uh, the La Liga. But uh, what looked like a season where they could have gone on and taken the Champions League title because this Champions League has been so unpredictable with clubs like Bayern Munich, Real Madrid all going out early with Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, PSG all going out. This was a season, Juventus as well. This was a season where Barcelona could have probably got their hands on the trophy. But a lot of thinking to do and um, we'll be looking forward to the transfer market. No signings yet as of only the Frankie Diong signing that was announced earlier. And uh, there could be a few players on the way to China. We are hearing Sergio Ramos is going there. Uh, for Real Madrid, they end with a defeat in their final league game. And a lot of work to do for Zinedine Zidane who is also not on good terms with Gareth Bale because he's been sidelined. And Gareth Bale could be on his way out. So expect a complete overhaul in the two top Spanish giants. That being said, you never know. The German and the English sides might dominate Europe for some time. If the English sides don't invest. For PSG, it will always be uh, dicey. Because they've had the funds. They've had the money. They've had the big signings. But they don't have the results in the Champions League. Just to put things into perspective, uh, some some interesting trivia to leave you folks. And that is that for the first time in a long time, all the champions retained their league titles in the top five European um, leagues. Where you can, let's say, Manchester City in the English Premier League, Bayern in the Bundesliga, PSG in League One, Barcelona in uh, La Liga and Juventus in Italy. Well, we could have had two different champions in uh, England and Germany, but that wasn't to be. Uh, Bottlers, Dortmund, maybe Liverpool, no. Liverpool put on a great show and much respect to Jurgen Klopp and his side. 
Virgil van Dijk's been a great player, most probably the PFA players player of the season. Uh, alongside Raheem Sterling, who won the young player, you can always have a debate on who won, who's the best, but that's subjective and that's to be seen. Coming up in the week, we will have the Europa League final between Arsenal versus Chelsea, and we will also have a Champions League final between Tottenham Hotspur and Liverpool. For Liverpool, this is a chance to win their sixth. Champions League trophy finished the season on a high, a remarkable season by their standards. Remember when Klopp took over. Remember 2015 December. They were 8th. They finished that season 8th. And they find themselves they find themselves competing for all the major honors and they find themselves going toe to toe with oil money. Uh, uh, you might come at me for that, but that's the truth and um, they've done significant amount of uh, good business in the transfer market they've reinforced their uh, squads they've allowed players to leave on a high you can see the sales of coutinho replaced and put in and then you've they've spent at the right side of uh, the field with virgil van dijk and allison he goes on to show what one player can may do to the confidence of the squad he's uh, brought himself there and made sure that the average players like Gomez and Lovren have also stepped up. We have impressive fullbacks in Robertson and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and their attacking prowess is second to none. So, um, a, a very uh, a very interesting uh, season there, domestic season. Uh, Celtics, we're Celtic winning the Scottish League. Um, also, to be very honest, we've had thoroughly enjoyed doing uh, this uh, season uh, as the season has gone. And uh, we love to come back more next time with a better um, pattern and give you some more um, insights of what's going on. We're also looking forward to getting people on for the season review thing. But we'll keep you posted on how that goes. Let, this, let the Champions League final and the Europa League final go. So, uh, here's your host, Prasad, signing out on this episode.